0: back to 88.7 FM WLUW. we get Game, holding it down for shy time right here on 88.7 FM. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Radio 1 Chicago. Joining me now is the brain trust behind the upcoming uh, concert benefiting uh, traffic-free uh, Laura Ing and Jesse W. Uh, Johnson. I had to throw uh, in there Uh, joining us to talk about the event that's coming up next week July twenty sixth, over at the empty bottle we'll put out the link uh, so you guys can purchase tickets Uh, but I'm pretty sure after you hear these guys talk you'll be jumping right on the interwebs and getting your tickets uh, like now oh yeah (laughs) exactly how you guys doing we're doing good.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for having us. No, thank yeah.
0: you for guys for coming down. We appreciate it. Uh, this is a really special event, uh, what you guys are doing as far as uh, human trafficking. It's something that uh, is discussed, but not overly discussed and really on the minds of many. It's something you kind of hear about, but it's really in the shadows still. Uh, I work in education, so I see a lot of posters that talk about human trafficking, especially putting it out there with students and mm-hmm. families, and it's like a real thing, but it seems like the opioid crisis seems to be, you know, trumping, no pun, trumping a lot of the discussion as far as sort of the, the impact on there. So uh, let's talk to you, Laura. Uh, you're the director behind Traffic Free. Like, t- Talk a little bit about what you guys do. How are you guys combating um, this issue and confronting it?
2: Sure. So at Traffic Free, we really see ourselves on the emergency or the front end of a woman's life. And we do uh, serve self-identified females age 18 and over. So when we talk about uh, women, we do include trans females in there as well. And so being on the emergency end of things, we really are meeting women exactly where they're at. I just had somebody ask me earlier today, wait, I don't understand women come back to your drop-in center. And we can talk a little bit more, more about that And I thought the goal was to they come and get services and then they get out. It's like because we're on the emergency and our goal isn't to get women out of the life. Our goal is to come just build a relationship with them. And so that really is what we do. We get calls from our partners um, to go assist with emergency emergency transportation or food or, you know, things like that. And then our drop in center. Um, it's for women who are here in the Chicagoland area who can come um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and then we'll meet with them outside of those days as well, including the weekends. Um, but listeners can learn more at trafficfree.org, and traffic is spelled T-R-A-F-F-I-C-K. Yeah, I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Try to pull up the site uh, before the interview. Um, uh, uh, how... Uh, how, I guess, impactful is that happening? I don't know if you guys have data or any uh, real idea, like here in Chicago, like what that is looking like here. How is uh, Chicago being affected by human trafficking?
2: Sure. So when we talk about human trafficking, we have to make sure that we're including both sex trafficking and labor trafficking. So Got when it. we talk about education, mm. we educate people on both of those. Got it. And so it's a really hard number to quantify. There was a study that was done back in... 16 years ago, 16, 17 years ago at this point, that said that there were upwards of 25,000 girls and women who were commercially sexually exploited within the city of Chicago alone each year. And so uh, during my presentations, I usually talk about a story that I have when um, basically what it comes down to every single presentation that I've been able to give to young people at either an alternative school or a high-risk youth program. Uh, these girls are just one degree removed away from being a victim of prostitution. And under Illinois state law, if you're under the age of 18, you're automatically a victim of human trafficking, regardless of whether or not law enforcement can identify whether or not you have a pimp. And so when you even take that anecdote of mine that I would love for someone to quantify, right. um, the 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 numbers are, I think, beyond fathomable for most people. Um, And so I will say that because we serve women who are age 18 and over, I don't have statistics from our organization for um, young people under the age of 18, but our average age of the women that we serve are 33 and our drop in just opened a little over a year ago. We've served over a hundred in unique individuals uh, that have been referred to us or, you know, women bring, you know, their friends to the drop in as well. So the numbers are, are what we yeah are what we experience, and you know there's there's increasingly more research out there um, that will highlight the issue
0: is there any studies of how to prevent uh, human trafficking from occurring like how does i guess that the question is like how does a person find himself in this situation? Is it a family member, a stranger I guess like how does like I guess the, the question is like how does one find themselves? It being part of this process voluntarily or non, what what is I guess what is the the unique story or if there is a unique story about how people find themselves there?
2: Yeah, I think when you can imagine how somebody might become a victim of uh, human trafficking or commercial sexual exploitation, sure, any situation that you can think of, it's probably I'm going to say all of the above. Got um, it. The very common scenario that we have with uh, young girls in the city is. Usually that grooming process by somebody who poses as a boyfriend and builds that relationship. And so when we talk about prevention, it really is, you know, one thing that we always tell people, especially when traffic-free first started back in 2010, 2011, people were joining our, wanted to join our team and bust down doors. We're like, no, that's not what happens here. It's Um, not cops. (laughs) No, we're not, we're not cops. And we also have a legal system here that we have to abide by. And when you're busting down doors, you're also busting down private businesses and private homes, which is where most of this stuff is happening. Sure. And so we tell people the, the most effective way to prevent human trafficking is go mentor a child. Because at the end, of, what we're doing now is building relationships with people who have already experienced exploitation. If they already have uh, healthy relationships prior to when that exploitation happens, then that's the most preventative piece that we can we can put out there. So we always promote go mentor a child.
0: Right. Uh, Before we get into, before I rope Jesse in, real quick question. Like, what is the the funding like? Uh, uh, Do you guys get funding from the state? Is there support from the city for this initiative?
2: So we're a very small nonprofit. Most of our funding does come from individuals and small foundations. Um, And I am the only person on staff. So if listeners want to volunteer or, of course, donate, um, they can go to that website that I had said earlier, uh, which I'm sure will be posted later. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, so we rely on individuals. You know, uh, Jesse Johnson over here has, you know, we put out a request for we need we need feminine products. And so Jesse went to the store and just got a bunch. Um, so his mug is um, on our social media after he <laughs> <laughs> purchased a
0: all. So. That's exactly. true. <laughs> Uh, we're talking with Laura Ing and Jesse W Johnson the the masterminds behind the upcoming concert benefiting uh traffic free on July 26th. Uh Jesse so how did you get roped in it before you started uh, buying uh, feminine products uh <laughs> you know, what, what was uh, what was that like how did you get roped into this world?
1: Yeah, um well Laura gave a presentation that I attended and I was curious about human trafficking. I knew that it was a thing. I knew that it happened and sure. it was real. I really didn't know that much about it. So, yeah. I I saw her presentation, learned a lot, learned how much it was happening in Chicago. Um and I just like I was kind of shocked. Uh and I really wanted to know learn more about it and also like see if I could figure out a way to help a little bit. So, I reached out to Laura and uh volunteered for the associate board on her organization so right. we we help out with with a few events and stuff like that which is really great um and this this uh concert the benefit concert mm-hmm. just came from the associate board and uh, a fundraising idea that we had at the beginning was like oh yeah well i have a band and i know a lot of bands in chicago and we do some benefit shows so it would be really really awesome to have a benefit show for traffic free yeah and uh so we've been thinking about it for a little bit and it came together at the empty bottle, which is one of my favorite venues in the city. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of kind of how we got started on it.
0: Nice. Um, let's get into a, a, a small break, so we'll get into a song uh, from Jesse W. Johnson. Uh, what song do you want to play? I think the next one is "Stand a Smile." All right, sounds good. You're listening to Radio One Chicago right here on 88.7 FM WLUW on Weekend Gabe. Stick around; we got a lot more coming at you. Bang. Maybe we're all alone.
1: Maybe there's nothing wrong. And when you shine,
0: Hey, welcome back to 887 FM Radio One Chicago. Uh, we're talking with Jesse W. Johnson and Laura Ing, uh, the uh, brand trust behind the concert benefiting Traffic uh, Free. Uh, yeah, so uh, Jesse was sort of talking about his how he got roped into it and uh, decided to you know bring some people on to help support and uh, a benefit con- uh, benefit con- uh, concert. Talk a little bit about who else is on the bill. Uh, why should people come out?
1: Totally. First of all, I just want to say I love the term brain trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it sound really smart. I like that. Uh, no, I'm I'm super excited about this. And um, the concert is going to be really cool. Uh, DJ Michael is, is yes. opening up the show. He's really awesome. He actually do, has done a bunch of events for Traffic Free. So he's nice. like a friend of Traffic Free, which and is really awesome.
0: And a friend of Radio 1 Chicago and the Hip Hop Project and W.O.U.W.
1: That too. <laughs> and then there's two other Chicago bands. It's all it's all Chicago music, so that's really cool. I'm a little um,
0: disappointed. You guys didn't ask us to sponsor this. You know, being that it's all Chicago. Oh band. my whatever. gosh! But I mean, it's whatever, though. You know, it's not a big deal. I didn't
1: know that was an option. Next time, we definitely will.
0: You know, I'm just giving the oh, eye.
1: I... Maybe you still can. I don't know.
0: Uh, what does this look like? Let's talk more later.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. Uh,
0: I'm just giving you the eyes emoji right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we will talk. But uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. The other bands that are playing too are Impulsive Hearts. Yes. Uh, who are just, like, releasing a new thing, too, which is really exciting, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then Mutts, who yeah. is, they're both, like, two of my favorite bands in Chicago. And uh, yeah. i they were my first choices of people to reach out to, and they both were super excited about uh, the cause and the show uh, and DJ Michael as well. Like, everybody's super, super on board and really excited about it.
0: Yeah, oh, fantastic. Uh, when when people show up, will they will you guys have like handouts and you know be able to share more information for you know besides just having a good time, but actually learning more about uh, this issue?
1: Yeah, definitely. One thing we are gonna have is is a raffle for some prizes at the show. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna go up and talk a little bit like between sets and just let people know to go uh, talk to a couple people that we have at the raffle table. Nice. We, we'll have some more information uh, and, and a way to donate if people want to at the show. Sure um and yeah,
0: yeah, it'll be great All right, great uh so that's uh we'll put the link out on our facebook and then our um on our twitter at radio one Chicago, and you guys can find that other uh, because it's an event bright, and I'm not gonna dare try to uh read <laughs> out the uh <laughs> the website link for it, but either way, you can go to uh traffic uh dot org and also you can find find the link there as well. Uh, Jesse, I know you, uh, it's been about a year since American Dumpster came out. Yeah. How's that going? Like, it's
1: going great. Uh, we've toured it some. Yeah. We've been playing a lot of shows, and uh, it's gotten a really good response. Yeah. Uh, I
0: love the album cover, by the
1: thank way. Thank you. My friend took that album cover, he took the picture of it in Logan Square, which it's just like a, a basically a dumpster that has American flag paint on it. <laughs> and those exist around, I'm sure a lot of people have seen those around Chicago, and I just, yeah. when I saw that. I was like that's an album cover right there so I had to do it and uh
0: you you've always had like really interesting album covers like Primal Scream is just like a, sort of like a cave with some loose cans uh, floating around. Yeah, yeah. Like what is it with like sort of these uh, uh abstract uh you know uh, kind of visuals.
1: Well, um the artist who has actually worked on all of my album covers uh with the exception of one or two is uh Angela Pestano and she's amazing. She's actually, she lives in San Diego, but she's going to be in town for this show, which I'm really excited about. Um, But me, personally, I love, I've always, when I was a kid, I loved Indiana Jones, and I like really got into like archaeological stuff, and I took anthropology, and uh, so I just have this fascination with with, like history, old history, and also just like human history, and how everybody's connected and all and all of that sure. like but so i i just have this fascination with
0: that kind of like
1: rundown ruin kind of architecture <laughs> kind of stuff
0: If you can see laura's face right now as you're describing this it's <laughs> amazing <laughs> she's like i had no idea yeah uh, <laughs> uh so so you're still working on you're still working the album i know you said you've been hitting the road with it pretty hard uh but you're already in the works of doing something new
1: Yeah, totally. I'm actually about to go on tour solo next month, in actually in about three weeks, where I'm heading up into Canada. Nice. And I'm gonna go out to New York and uh, back back across through the Midwest. So it's two weeks. I'm really excited. That'll kind of be the last tour for American Dumpster, and I'll be playing the songs in a solo setting, which is a little different. Right. And also, but I will also be playing a lot of new songs from our next record, which we haven't started recording yet, but we're going to very soon. Um, our drummer, Dane Marcuson uh, actually just got into a, a dirt bike accident Ugh. and he broke his arm and fractured a couple of ribs and he's recovering right now. So we're, we're going to delay the record for a little bit, which right. is, which is actually a good opportunity for us to workshop it a little bit more, I think. Sure. But he's okay. That's the most important thing. Uh,
0: oh, absolutely. Yes.
1: Yeah. And for this show, we actually have the traffic free show. Our good buddy Zach Benkowski, who recorded drums on American Dumpster but hasn't played with us since then, uh, he's, he's stepping back in to do this show, which I'm really, he, oh, he's great. awesome and I love having, having him play drums with us. So yeah. that'll be fun too.
0: Is there, what, what is the vibe between doing it solo and with, uh, with the band? I'm, I'm obviously the experience is different, but sure. Do, like, what is that? Does that feel like a lot of pressure, a lot of weight to carry it? It's
1: different. Uh, I like them both the same, but it's just different and it depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes I just really want to get loud and other and other times other times i really want to get like quiet and deep sure. you know what i mean emotionally and uh with when i do stuff by myself i feel like i can really get into the emotion of the song, of like where i was the headspace i was in when i wrote the songs absolutely and i can pl- kind of play around with the arrangements a little bit since nobody else is playing with me right um do them a little bit differently explore them I like to try to explore the songs and not just play them the exact way that every time, even if it's just like a little bit different. Got it. Um, playing stuff solo though, you got to have a good audience though, because if if people are when you're when I'm by myself, I'm I actually am playing through an amplifier and with some effects and stuff, so I'm not like super quiet, not just like a little guy in the corner with a guitar. I, I do have like some. Some loudness to me. But There's energy there, yeah. Yeah, but it's different when you're solo because you don't have drums and stuff. So if, if everybody in the bar is kind of like talking over you, it's, it's easier for you to have a, a like a bad set if yeah. you're playing by yourself.
0: I mean, do you just feel compelled to just like knocking stuff over and to get people's attention? Like, I haven't, tr- I haven't, I tri- haven't, I haven't tried that yet. I haven't tried that yet. I think, I, I think it, it's suiting. It might, it might fit you. you know? <laughs> yeah, we, we'll see. That
1: that would certainly get some sort of reaction out of people. That's for sure.
0: Like, have you ever gone to CVS and bought feminine products? Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't. Um, but, uh, the, the concert is coming up, uh, next Friday night. Uh, it's eight thirty. doors. It's, it's Thursday. next Thursday. Next actually, Thursday. Sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I might like my days are like really off right now. Oh, you're uh, good. <laughs> you're I mean, just testing us, right? Yeah. I've been saying like August 4th is Thursday, which <laughs> it's, it's not, um, <laughs> in case you're checking your calendar. Um, it's Thursday, July 26th. So next week, a week ago, uh, from now over at the empty bottle, which is a great place by the way.
1: It's my uh, favorite venue to play. I think yeah, it's I've, so great.
0: Yeah. I've been there. Uh, I've been there once. It was really fun. And it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not that far from the house either. So it's oh, nearby. That's good. Off the off the blue line, off the western, you know, stop. So you know, don't make excuses. Yeah, it's easy to get to. Exactly. Uh, once again, we'll put the link up on our social medias at Radio One Chicago. Laura, do you have anything else you want to share?
2: No, little... I was just gonna say I'll see you there next Thursday then, since there's no excuses.
0: Well, I well, I'm gonna be working.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I will do my best. Maybe I I'll see what I could do about making it out. Maybe I might be a little bit late but I'll I'll definitely come out and support for sure.
1: Well, that's cool. We really appreciate you having us.
0: (laughs) No, thank you so much. Uh, What song do you want to take us out with?
1: Oh, let's go with uh, the, the next song on there, which I think is called Hangover Heaven.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right. Before we get out of here, don't forget to follow us on the social medias once again at Radio 1 Chicago and uh, visit us at Radio1Chicago.com. Uh, we got new reviews from our uh, super intern, uh, Miss Ashley Antidotes, and uh, we also got some other really fun stuff that's on the way as well. And uh, also we had The Return of Hex. Back into the fold of things, angry and all. Uh, We'll do it again next Thursday right here on 88.7 FM. The Hip Hop Project is due up at the top of the hour. Stick around.
2: This Radio 1
1: Chicago podcast was produced by Weekend Gabe, Tony, Alex, and Hex.